Operabi podcast, dedicated to points of view, challenges, experiences, and best practices for managing your enterprise data. Operabi is the data intelligence and automation platform that empowers organizations to truly control and leverage their data without complexity. Good afternoon, everyone. Daryl Richardson here, Chief Platform Evangelist for Operavi Software. Today, we're going to take a look at data sovereignty, the laws, the different countries that uh, impact or are impacted by data sovereignty, and uh, you know some uh, you know some use cases around you know what's happened in the past that kind of spurred off this data sovereignty regulated data um, type uh, laws uh, within these specific countries. So first and uh, foremost, what is data sovereignty? So uh, the, the definition of data, data sovereignty refers to the concept that data an organization collects, stores, or processes is subject to the nation's laws and general best practices where it is physically located, right? In other words, in simple terms, this means that a business has to store data within that country if it hosts data from that country's residents, right? So in other words, the, where the data is being stored, where it's being um, accessed from, all of these things are data sovereignty laws. So when you look at um, how important data sovereignty is, you know, if you look at, you know, compare data, which is now in certain cases more valuable than oil or gold or um, even your own money, right? Because, you know, if they get the right information from you, I mean, malicious or rogue actors can use that data maliciously to sell your social security numbers or sell your health information or your address or your phone number or all these things and they would actually uh, you know, profit from your information. And then that's why you get spam calls and it's why you get spam email. And this is uh, where some of, you know, the, the more uh, egregious things happen where, you know, they get, a, they gain access to specific accounts like your Netflix account or your Amazon account, or, you know, you know, you know, ho hopefully never happen, but your bank account, right? So, cause all this information is tied to specific personal information that you may have allowed a company to collect on you. So what I would say uh, is treat your data like you would treat your money, right? So if you, if you put your money in a bank where you deposit this money all the time, you would want the same treatment and care of your information to also be as important. You know, and you look at, you know, where all these data locations might sit, right, from an unstructured perspective. You know, I know that there are specific personal shares within the enterprise that states uh, just specific to HR or specific to your health insurance or, you know, just, I mean, if you look at the organizational shares as a whole for your unstructured data, HR departments, you know, your compliance teams, all these guys store information about you in these locations, right? So you would you would certainly want to make sure that those data shares are protected. So where does Operavi fit in here? 
Operavi can scan all these shares and tell you what types of data is actually in those shares, right? So with over 140 different global policies, you would you would simply scan all the data with these policies turned on and you could tell what types of data. Now, in an HR share, in a, um, a health insurance share, you would expect to find personal identifiable information or your PII data. But if you look at your own personal shares where you're storing Excel sheets or Word documents that control or that contain like customer lists, especially if you're in sales, you know, if you're in sales, you most likely have an Excel or a spreadsheet or something in your personal share. And it might be in multiple locations as well. It might be on your desktop or your mobile or your laptop, or it could be in on a uh, an enterprise share somewhere, like your own personal share. Um, and then you might have some cloud location where you create this redundancy or this backup of these files. In any case, Operavi can actually tell you where all this regulated data is, so that you can control the access to that information. You know, so that's kind of where you look at data sovereignty as a whole. If you don't know where your information is, it's kind of hard to regulate that data within specific data sovereignty laws. Um, if you look at certain countries or, um, you know, even states in this case, you know, there's there's uh, Canada has, you know, 28 or so uh, data privacy laws that um, ensure that Canadian residents data is protected right or you know how it's being protected and you've got other things like the um, personal information uh, protection and electronic documents act within Canada and then you've got the Quebec privacy act so so Canada is being proactive on its residents data and ensuring that that data is protected within that country. Um, if you look at specific states like California with their CCPA law, CCPA doesn't specifically require that data to stay in California. However, what it does do is that if you are a resident of California and you're managing data from, you know, say other another state, but it's still managing California resident data, then your business is subject to the CCPA laws. So you have to adhere to that same law where that California resident is, which is CCPA. So um, just because you don't live in California or you your business isn't located in California, if you're collecting data from the California residents, then your business is subject to CCPA laws. So I would, if you're not doing that today, you would certainly need to um, find out what the guidelines are um, for CCPA in regards to personal information that you're collecting. Um, you know, the, the GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation for the European Union has been protecting European data for quite some time now. And now, if you look at 40, 45 different countries within the EU, they all have GDPR integration inside their own countries, right? So that personal information, that healthcare data, all these other things, you know, you know, they require that information to be protected 
based on the laws and regulations of those countries. Um, so if you look at specific to data sovereignty, however, um, you know, Germany is probably one of the strictest uh, on the data sovereignty um, as a whole. Uh, you know, according to um, data sovereignty laws within Germany, companies that process German citizens' personal information have to fulfill the German government's data protection requirement. So even if they are located outside of the country's borders, you still have an obligation to keep the Germany resident information within that country, right? So that becomes a huge problem for a lot of software vendors out there or, or a lot of storage vendors because now I've got to, you know, if I'm going to do business in Germany, I've got to take all of that data within Germany and then I have to create a data center. I have to use a data center um, in the cloud, you know, with AWS or Microsoft and ensure that that data never leaves Germany. You know, so um, other countries like France and Australia, you know, they have, um, you know, very similar rules or laws like GDPR, but they take it like a step further in certain cases, you know. So, again, with you, when you look at Germany's law, it's very similar to like, say, France. But, you know, France has a very similar law where it says um, if if you're processing data outside the nation's borders, it must comply with French regulations. So that GD and it's all tied into the GDPR stuff as well. <coughs> so um, in a nutshell, if your business is doing business in, um, you know, these EU countries where GDPR is a thing, or if you're doing your business in California or, or whatever, you're going to need to ensure that you, your business adheres to the regulations within those countries. So what you'd say is, how does Operavi and the data intelligence and automation platform help with data sovereignty type laws? Well, data sovereignty laws are no different than any other personal information law. It just requires you to keep the data within a specific location in those countries where you're collecting that, that data on those residents. Operavi's uniquely uh, designed to be multi-tenant. So if your organization does business in the US to include California, and then it does business in France or Australia or Germany or any of these other GDPR related countries, the multi-tenant aspect of Operavi can certainly define where the customer's data is, right? So with Operavi's user interface, the user interface is, is usually installed in a SaaS cloud. Um, so you could say Azure or set it up in AWS or whatever, but the aggregation of the data is done within the specific country like Germany or Canada or Australia or France or any of the GDPR countries that have data sovereignty laws. So that aggregator would be sitting inside that country in a data center within that country. So the data never leaves the country, right? So the web user interface that's located in the cloud would simply access through its tenant, 
the aggregator and then provide reports or whatever and these could be globally but because the data is never truly leaving the country you're simply reading the information into a web ui right so it's the, the web ui is not collecting data it's it's simply providing the read access from this country's aggregator so operavi can certainly help to uh, negate a lot of the issues or problems related to the data sovereignty laws. So, and look, I, I could say Operavi is is your knowledge uh, application, right? So, at very least, if you're going to do business in some of these other uh, countries, you need to understand what you have, and Operavi is that application that can help you understand what you have, and that way. If you know that you're in Germany and you're collecting data from German residents, then all that data can be set up as a tenant where Germany now is is your is your country uh, that that we need to worry about data sovereignty laws. We can talk about this all day um, as, as far as how Operavi works, but I would say go to Operavi's website and take a look at the application itself and see how it can help with your data sovereignty issues or your GDPR related issues. So um, with that, I appreciate all of you guys listening. Stay tuned for more podcasts and information. I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening to the Operavi podcast. For more information, see operavi.com or contact us directly via email at info at You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter for the latest news, tips, and insights on data intelligence and automation. We'll be back soon with more, so if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks, and see you soon.